Hey guys, Sharon McLaughlin here. I am thrilled that you're listening to the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. This podcast is actually a spinoff of a Facebook group that I started called Female Physician Entrepreneurs. I was burned out as a plastic surgeon and I really had no place to go. Over time, I created a Facebook group, we grew the group, we're over 7,000 strong right now, and we're all about networking and collaborating. So if you find yourself interested in learning more about business, join our Facebook group. Each week, we try to do a podcast where we make connections, we learn about each other. Most importantly, we're here to support each other. So let's listen along for this week's podcast. Today, we speak to Dr. Candace Good, who is a psychiatrist specializing in the holistic care of high-functioning anxiety and ADHD. She received her medical degree from Penn State College of Medicine and is a dual board certified physician with nearly 20 years of experience in both general as well as child and adolescent psychiatry. Dr. Good is an expert blogger for psychology today and the author of Own Your Present, a psychiatrist's guide to mindful meditation and living a more conscious lifestyle. She speaks widely on topics related to workplace stress and is a wellness and writing coach. You can learn more about her at her website, howtoshrinkashrink.com, or across social media at goodenoughdoc. Today, we're going to speak to Dr. Candace Good about her course, which you can find at Doctors on Social Media. So let's listen to Dr. Candace's good journey, as well as how she got into writing and her new course. Hey, everybody. Today we have Dr. Candace Good. She's going to be talking about what she's doing and her journey. So I'd like to introduce her. Dr. Candace, could you tell us like a little about yourself, your background, and why you're doing what you're doing? Sure. I like to say I'm an author who happens to be a psychiatrist, but um, I didn't always feel that way. We put a lot of time and energy into our work, and I found it was very difficult for me to have the time and energy to write, and it was something that was so important to me. So um, through some mindfulness practices, I was able to get my creativity back and uh, write a book. I learned so much doing it that I started to interact with um, other physicians on female physician entrepreneurs and SOMI docs. Then I realized how much I liked working with other writers. So I became a writing coach. When you say uh, you love to write, have you always liked to write? Was there something that was always there when you were uh, in medical school or as a practicing physician? Was this something you put aside? Tell us, because so many of us, I feel like we get burned out, but I think hobbies or things that make us really happy are important to prevent burnout. So where did writing come into all of that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that writing fell back in line when I was really practicing self-care consistently because I could set aside time to write when I was so busy and truthfully burn out, but I really needed that time to recover. <laughs> and you can't be creative if all of your downtime is recovering. So um, really I started to make some changes that really supported my life outside of medicine. And I found that I really started to enjoy my clinical work more when I was feeling creative and getting to network and socialize with fun, fun smart people. All right, so now my curiosity is piqued. What type of things were you doing outside that you think help with self-care and help with the creativity? Because that's another thing. People just say, I'm stuck. I, I, I don't have any creativity. And it makes total sense because you're just mentally exhausted. There's no creativity going on. Right. And so many people who are thinking about writing a book to help their 
thought leadership or their business or their coaching business, they're really used to being on schedules and pushing themselves. And they're like, I'm writing nonfiction. Do I really need to be creative? But you're creating, whether it be a book or you know, a picture that goes up on your website to support your author platform. So for me, the key was really mindfulness, um, working with a yoga instructor, not so much twisting myself like a pretzel, but really focusing on breathing techniques, making conscious choices about how I was going to use my energy. And it doesn't happen overnight. I think we all think, oh, well, I spent an hour doing this. I should be <laughs> a perfect expert now because I'm good at all this other doctor stuff. But it takes time and consistency. And over time, you start to get into this flow state, whether it be with writing or some other type of creative project where all of a sudden things start clicking and falling in line and you're able to make the most of your time. Candice, you know, you mentioned it like it's so easy. And I know it's not. You said that it doesn't happen overnight. But there are so many people are exactly today where you were back then. So thank you for sharing, you know, your story with that. I think that's important that we make self-care a priority. And so many of us don't do that. Well, and there are so many things that come up day to day that interfere with that time. Um, and really as a psychiatrist in particular, I realized I have to take care of myself first to be able to like, I wanted to be authentic in my work with patients and clients. And if I wasn't doing those things, how could I expect them to follow through on them? Really good point. Thank you. So I know that you have a course. I want to hear about the course, but really I want to hear in addition to that, we could start off with this. Looking back with the journey that you've been through, would you have done anything differently? Um, primarily like about writing a book, how, saving time, saving energy. What exactly would you recommend like for somebody just starting off that are gonna, that they're going to go through the journey that you have been through? Any tips there as far as? Well, I think offer? everybody starts out, I think most of the doctors I talk with and myself, you have all these ideas in your head and you're just not sure how to get them out. And it can be really frustrating. Um, and particularly, you know, there's clinical care, family obligations, and starting to learn about publishing and writers platforms. It takes so much time to like research. And you know, if you really put your heart into something in time, you want it to be good, right? And um, you know, I think that that's one of the reasons I wanted to create the course because I did a lot of things backwards. I feel like I wasn't really sure. I wasn't as confident in my writing as I could be. So I spent a lot of time writing just to prove to myself that I might actually be able to write a book and not so much thinking about like the marketing piece or building my platform um, where there was a lot of things I could have been doing all along the way. So when you do start to move forward with your project, you want to have your, your book proposal, your ideas outlined as it can be, because when you sit down, you want to know exactly sort of what you're going to write and who the audience is for that and have your book or your proposal at a great place before you start shopping it around or paying for editing. Professional editing is so expensive. And, you know, I think if I were going to do anything differently, it was really having my book more outlined and structured when I started. I sort of went on this winding journey and it all turned out great, but it also took more time and, and money than I anticipated. So tell us about your course. I wanna hear like a little bit more in depth for someone who is a targeted uh, to 
And then why would someone want to take your course? Yeah, so it's called Book Proposal 101 and from vision to creation to promotion. And those are really the three modules. Um, it's almost like lights, camera, action, like in, in acting, like lights, we really think about your vision and your mission and honing in on that. Uh, camera is about zooming in on the skills you need to be able to get into that sort of flow state that I talked about, really outline your book. And then action is really this promotion phase, how and how to get things done, have a sense of what your timeline should be and how you're gonna market authentically. I got so focused on presenting myself a certain way and as an expert, and you can sort of get lost and, and sort of shut down in, in your creativity when you're trying so hard to make things fit. So just learning how to feel comfortable with your voice and showing up as, as yourself. So it's really designed for busy professionals, busy physicians. I understand your schedule and <laughs> the things that can really save you time and money along the way. And there are ways to work on your proposal and your writer's platform at the same time. So for those taking the course, what would they find? You know, you're doing videos, are there texts? I think there's a workbook I had seen. A lot of things that, you know, as far as starting right from the beginning to get you structured. You're also offering some core coaching as well with this, correct? Tell sure, us and that. I think that the, uh, the live coaching part is really key. You know, doctors and, and professionals, they're always asking me about writing courses or what to take or this, that. I've signed up for so many courses that I never even finished. I think we probably all have done that online. So the goal is that by the end of the course, you pretty much have a formal book proposal ready to go. And we go through step-by-step. Step. You can totally do it on your timeline. It's a mix. I think I have like 15 videos on there. A lot of things um, are really practical, like an overview of publishing, um, some hacks that I use to make the most of my time on social media, like particularly Facebook, I'm on there a lot, um, how to build your media kit. And then the live sessions are really um, me hopping on Zoom with you and going over your, your progress during each of the three modules of the course, just to make sure that um, you're ready to go up front before you move on to the next part. Um, and the workbook is really fun. It's like an extra gift in the sense that I was like, what all can I put in there? So I go over titling and ideal reader exercise and competitive titles. It's just really, I've, I've put together everything that I had in this file that was helpful for me. And a lot of links to other resources because I don't view myself on the expert on legalities of publishing or um, all about querying authors, but the links are all there. So you don't have to go. I could spend hours on <laughs> online looking for the, the best advice and I've put it all there for you. I'm so happy you did this. Thank you for helping others. I appreciate it. Sure. So going forward, where, where do you see yourself? What do you want? Oh, as, as far as my vision, I would really, in addition to having working with writing clients, because I think it's such a nice balance um, as part of my life outside of medicine, um, again, it's made me more happy in my clinical work. So I've, I've taken a hospitalist position where I have a little bit better, more controlled schedule than <laughs> running a large group private practice in the past. So just this balance between that, but also creating this community where writers, physician writers, professional writers can really support each other around um, promoting our, our, 
promoting our, our books and our, our writing projects. Because I think as even very confident doctors, when it comes to promoting their own writing, um, it's a whole different ballgame. And you sort of have to wrap your head around that. That's a good. It was so good to have you on today. Uh, you are going to help a lot of people. I've seen the course. It is really wonderful as far as all the things that you offer. I love the fact that you're doing coaching in addition to that because, you know, there's actually statistics out there, but it's close to 70% of the people that sign on for a course don't actually finish it. So I think it's amazing that you're doing that and it just helps with accountability and your experience as well as top notch. So thank you. I appreciate sure. it. Sure. Great to have you on today. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.